DiscerningHearts.com presents Building a Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Essip. Monsignor Essip is a priest of the Diocese of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He has served as a retreat director and confessor to St. Mother Teresa. He continues to offer direction and retreats for the Sisters of the Missionaries of Charity. Monsignor Essip encountered St. Padre Pio, who became a spiritual father to him. He has lived in areas around the world, serving in the pontifical missions, a Catholic organization established by St. John Paul II to bring the good news to the world, especially the poor. He continues to serve as a retreat leader and director to bishops, priests, sisters, and seminarians, and other religious leaders. Building the Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. Good morning, Monsignor. How are you? Happy feast. Happy, happy feast. Yes. What a great day. It is. I woke up with uh, a joy that this was the feast of the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is now in the world and has come upon the world, and that you and I could actually announce through this magnificent means that we have that over the entire world, there is coming the Holy Spirit in every place in the world. And so thank God for the Holy Spirit that we have a whole future full of hope. God has sent the Holy Spirit into the world. We don't see Jesus. He's, he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. His work is done. He suffered, he died, and he rose and he ascended into heaven, and then he sent the Holy Spirit. And we're living in the age of the Holy Spirit. Just to hear the wind, and to see a fire, and to see the signs that the Holy Spirit used, is to be reminded that the Holy Spirit is with us. And he's a spirit of peace, and he's a spirit of love. And these are the great fruits of the Holy Spirit. And our world is going to be filled with peace. And our world is going to be filled with love because there is the Holy Spirit in our midst. In every human heart, the Holy Spirit is working. So rejoice and be happy. Every single person in the world, no matter who you are or where you are, today is your feast. You have in your heart God himself by the power of the Holy Spirit. In many, many of you who are listening, you have Jesus in you by baptism and confirmation. And you will receive the Holy Eucharist today. You will receive Jesus. But each of you has, who is a baptized Christian, Each of you has the power of the Holy Spirit within you by this magnificent gift of God transforming you and forming you into Christ himself. Today is a a powerful day in the world. Some of the events that are taking place, when you turn on your television, you will hear that the Holy Father... Pope Francis is going to be meeting with the leaders 
of the Israelis and the Palestinians. And they're going to be with him today. And when Jesus came into the world and he was about to leave it, this message of Pentecost is peace. And this, I believe, is hovering over this meeting today and throughout the world, many other places also. But this is uh, taken from the 20th chapter of John's Gospel. And it's when Jesus comes after his resurrection to be with his frightened apostles who are hiding. They're full of fear. And it says, on the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst. There's something about the risen body of our Lord that could go right through even if doors were locked. So he's there in their midst. And he said to them, peace be with you. His first gift as as the risen Lord to his disciples, peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced at the sight of the Lord. Jesus said to them again, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed upon them. (sighs) Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you shall forgive, they are forgiven. And whose sins you shall retain, they are retained. The Holy Spirit of God was given to the apostles by Jesus after his resurrection. He had promised them he was going to send them the Holy Spirit and he was going to ascend. I won't be with you. You won't see me. He kept telling them, I must leave you, but I won't leave you orphans. And today is the day that he sent the Holy Spirit upon the Blessed Mother and the Apostles as they gathered as a small band there in the upper room. They were waiting for him in Jerusalem. They were waiting still behind the locked doors. Fear still gripped their hearts. They were still afraid that they were going to be killed. The fear had not yet been overcome. And so we read in the second chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. When the time for Pentecost was near and fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind and it filled the entire house in which they were staying. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and descended upon and came to rest on each one of them. And they were filled 
with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were devout Jews from every nation and under heaven staying in Jerusalem. At this sound, they gathered in a large crowd, but they were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed, and they asked, Are all of these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does it that we each hear them speaking in his own native language? We are Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, inhabitants of Macedonia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and districts of Libya and near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jew and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, yet each of us have heard them speaking in his own language of the mighty acts of God. Their language is so powerful. They're proclaiming the kingdom of God. When Babel, the diversion of all language that scattered people, now here we are through the power of the Holy Spirit, proclaiming and uniting the whole world together. One heart, one mind, one soul. For the beginning, the the church is preaching and proclaiming the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus to save. And that day when they preached, they proclaimed the word of God and the people were converted. Peter stands up and gives his famous proclamation in the Acts of the Apostles and the church has its birthday. Today, on the Feast of Pentecost, we celebrate the birthday of the church and we also celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the entire world. So the joy and the power of the Holy Spirit is spread throughout the world. Brothers and sisters who are Christians, there is a power now in the world to unite everyone in peace and accord and hope and love. This world does not have to continue in war and violence. When the terrorists are succeeding in our world, what does the Holy Spirit bring us? He brings us peace. The terrorist brings us fear and anxiety. Peace will overcome all obstacles. The Holy Spirit is much more powerful than those who spread terror. All over the world, Today, there are those who are instruments of peace. St. Francis, when he sang and gave us that beautiful hymn, Make me a channel of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring your love. In Iraq, in Iran, in the Middle East, in Ukraine, 
in Russia, in the world today, in Africa, there are such forces of hatred. Today, on the Feast of Pentecost, make me a channel of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring your love. Such a love that will overcome the fear, that will overcome the terror. The Holy Spirit is God, and we can become channels of peace, instruments of God, warriors for peace. There is greater power in God than in any other force in the world. Today, at the entrance of the Holy Spirit in the world, there's a spirit in the entire universe that's saying there is hope for the world. There is love for the world. There is peace for the world. It is not just a, a, a kind of a, a, a wish, a wish that will come. No, it will be. There is a plan, a peace plan that was made by God. And that plan is begun today by the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the whole universe. And every soul, every single person is going to be involved in this peace plan. You and I are being called to be instruments of God's peace. There are many more instruments of light than instruments of darkness. We would be foolish to say that darkness has not descended on the world. But light is stronger. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Love comes into the world, and love is the greatest power in the world. As John Paul said to his fellow bishops in South America, pounding, love is stronger than hate. Love is stronger than hate. When they were going to adopt measures of violence and wanted to use liberation theology as a form of overthrowing the power of the, of the mighty and the powerful in the world, love is stronger than hate. As we go forward with the Holy Spirit, each of us in our hearts today, to really have this reinforced in us, it is like a driving wind. There is nothing more powerful than a tornado. We can be that, not forces for destruction, but forces of power in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a driving wind the Holy Spirit is a force, a power. Tornadoes have a force of 200 miles an hour. We are even greater than that in the spiritual world of power. The Holy Spirit is power from on high, coming down from the sky. The Holy Spirit is flames. It's love. What is the Holy Spirit? He is love. He is most powerful force in the world is love, to overcome hate. What is the force underneath and the power of, of the Holy Spirit? It is love. What are the laws now that we have adopted 
Look at we're killing our babies and we've, we've destroyed marriage as an institution and Europe and the United States is now following. We're not far behind Europe on its way down into darkness. And yet there is hope for Europe, for the United States, for Africa, for Asia, for Australia, for South America, for the whole world. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has come upon the world. He has come down from the sky and he is in every human heart. He is the spirit of forgiveness. He is the spirit of love. He is the Holy Spirit who will again rebuild from the ashes that is going on now. He will rebuild the family. He will rebuild. It is the Holy Spirit who is in the heart of you, fathers and mothers. It is the Holy Spirit is not a spirit that turns you inward to self-serving. He's the spirit that turns you outward to love. First God and then each other. There is no more powerful force in the family than a family that's based on love of God first. Then, because the love of God is in the husband, the purity of God is in the husband, the love of God is in the wife, the purity of God is in your wife. That purity, that love, that self-sacrificing, that giving that comes from God is then poured to each other. And your children will see it. Children will grow up in a family. And over and over again, when there's a family that will give God the center, when the sacred heart becomes the center of a human family, that family lives in peace. The promise that the sacred heart makes to each and every family, family by family, person by person, individual by individual, and now the church, the priests, again, filled with God. God is the center of your priestly heart. Jesus is the one who lives in you. You were called to be Jesus. You are the shepherd of your flock because you are the son of the living God. And the Holy Spirit is the one who has been poured into your heart ever since you were baptized. And when you were confirmed and you followed and guided by the Holy Spirit to be fulfilled in your priesthood, so that you're a priest now, not to minister to yourself, but as Christ. It is in giving that we receive. It is in dying that we're born to eternal life. Your priesthood is Jesus. He is the root and foundation of your priesthood. And every bishop is called to be Jesus. These first bishops that were filled with the Holy Spirit were consumed by Jesus. They were fearful and locked up in that upper room, fearful of having their lives taken from them. 
Pope Francis plunges into the crowd, not afraid, not afraid. He's going to be killed if he goes to the Middle East, not afraid. Inviting them from the Middle East to come to Rome, not afraid. Do not be afraid. <sighs> Receive the Holy Spirit. There is such a power in the church today. The church is Jesus in the world. The world wants Jesus, and Jesus is in the world through the Holy Spirit. I will send you an advocate. You will not see me, but he will remind you of all that I have taught. He will be with you. I am with you all days, even to the end of the world. The Holy Spirit will be with you. He will remind you of all that I have taught you. Jesus is in the world today, pouring into our hearts, transforming life by baptism, by confirmation. And here again, as we read from St. Paul's letter, 1 Corinthians, the most transforming document that I ever heard when I heard that I am a member of the body of Christ. Brothers and sisters, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spirits and different gifts that are spiritual, but the same spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings but the same God who produces all of these in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one, one body, so also Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free, and we were all given to drink of the one spirit. We are one body with Jesus. By our baptism, he is in me. By the power of the Spirit, he is transforming me. By the Holy Spirit, I am united with the Father. By the Holy Spirit, the Father is united with me. I am the dwelling place of the Trinity. And so are you. On this Pentecost Sunday, God dwells in you. And you are a channel of peace in a warring and violent world. And you are the victor. Have no fear. Have no fear. Drive out all fear by the power of the Holy Spirit. Monsignor, it strikes me as you were speaking about the Holy Spirit that it's almost as though we become like Our Lady. We become almost pregnant with Christ, 
being fed by the sacraments that we can't sit still, that we have to go and bring him to others, just like Our Lady. Powerful. That's a great example. When the Holy Spirit came on Mary, she was impregnated, and Jesus came into her womb. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we are transformed into Christ. Yes. That, that, is, that is a powerful truth, that that's what's happening in the whole world. Jesus is in the entire universe by the power of the Holy Spirit. Coming to life within each and every Christian through the power of the sacraments, first through baptism, through confirmation, through the Eucharist, through your marriage, through your consecration of your vows, through ordination, Jesus is in the world. Jesus is in the world when you forgive sins. Whose sins you shall forgive, they shall be forgiven. And so all of these, Jesus is in the world when you heal the sick. Jesus is in the world through you. And he's bringing grace and strength and love into the whole world. Yes, we're all pregnant with Christ. Thank you. It's a good example. And we can't forget who was the giver of this gift of the Holy Spirit, our great Father in heaven. It must bring him great joy when we receive the gift. I know because as a parent at Christmas, I love it when my kids open the gifts and I watch them experience it and and revel in them. And, and I mean, this must be a great day for the Father as well. I, I really believe that as the Holy Spirit gets us to know Jesus, anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him, he reveals the Father. No one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. God wants to reveal the Father to you through Jesus Christ. You will get to know the Father because of Jesus. He came into the world. I was sent into the world to tell you about the Father. And when I'm leaving the world, I'm sending my spirit into the world to tell you about my Father. Yes, praise the glories and holy trinity. Today, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this program, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax deductible, to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com and join us next time for Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Eisner.